I'm Rick. I'm Jeff. And I'm Josh. And this is Can We Believe This Shit? And if you're just tuning into our show, let me give you a little rundown of what this is. So what we do is we take stories and, you know, from the news and whatever's going on in current events and the conspiracies behind these stories is what we really like to dive into and go over and see if we can all figure out if we can believe this shit or not. And uh, with that being said... I'm going to let Rick take you away and fucking let you know what's going to happen on today's episode. Yeah, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the rich keeping us poor, the conspiracy behind the 1% that holds us down. Are we really being held down? Is this a conspiracy or are we just a bunch of broke bitches crying about what we don't have? And we're average Joe, however you want to look at that, Average sir. Joe, working broke bitches, class. working class. Thank I you, prefer Jeff. broke that, bitches. I, we're a bunch of broke bitches. <laughs> I prefer the working class. Good. Jeff. So we want to go over what happened in 2008 a little bit and how we suffered versus the 1%. We want to go over what's actually happening right now with Silicon Valley Bank and what can come of that and how we would suffer and the 1% would win. And if it's really just um, like the the ecology of it all, is it just the way it falls or is it planned, right? Yeah. So with that, let's talk about Silicon Valley Bank and the bank run that happened. So, Jeff, could you explain the bank run and how that affects us versus the 1%? Yeah, well, this bank run was caused by the 1%, nope. and, uh, but a bank run is just basically when too many people try to take out all their money all at one time and uh, leads to the bank not having enough liquidity to to you know fulfill all those deposit or those withdrawals but uh this one was caused by vcs getting together figuring out that silicon valley bank was having a little bit of trouble they were selling off bonds they were losing money on those bonds and these guys all decided well we got to get the hell out of there even though there was no reason to the the bank was uh solvent 36 hours before it collapsed so the vcs venture capitalists, venture capitalists. so yeah. th- would you consider them the elite, the rich. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, people like Peter Thiel is uh, one of the guys that was in a text chain, and he was advising his partners to pull their money because he heard they were going to try to sell common stock to uh, you know get some sort of capital. So pretty much started the panic yeah. for the run. Yeah, they started a panic on Was that their on own. purpose? It, it wasn't on purpose. That, like They didn't want to kill the bank. It was... That they felt, oh my God, I might lose a little bit of money here. So let me pull all my money all at once, and then tell all my friends to pull all their money all at once. Right. And then the way the way a run actually works is when people start pulling more than that, it's actual available. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like most of that money, like a large percentage of ninety percent, I think, is invested. You can't yeah. just grab it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's they're required to keep ten percent on hand for uh, it's like fractional for reserve withdrawals. banking. Yeah. For withdrawals. They had invested about $100 billion in government bonds at 1% interest. When the interest rate goes up, which it has recently, very right. quickly, those bonds become less valuable. So they tried to sell some off because they were having, you know, Silicon Valley. You've heard of all the, the layoffs recently. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, so these guys aren't making the money they were making two, three years ago. They're having to burn more cash in order to keep their operation going, so they're withdrawing more. Yeah. So, Silicon Valley Bank, in order to, to, to cover those withdrawals, decided to sell off some bonds. They were taking a little bit of a loss on it. Peter Thiel, these guys all hear about it. And then they, they start saying, well, we got to pull our money out, you know, trying to get, get themselves out first, which then, you know, disseminates through the ranks and everybody starts running. Right. And then, and then how does that affect, you know, the working us? class? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we had to backstop it because they went on the news, started a propaganda machine. If this happens to here, it's going to happen all over the country, okay, so, which is bullshit. So let's get into that. They they tried to simulate what a run a run might happen to scare us a bailout us yeah. to, to to have like now all of a sudden we're pleading their case for a bailout out of fear. Yes, exactly. Which so, is bullshit. They knew they knew that that bank only operates in Silicon Valley. Everyone who has deposits there is rich. Right. They started the contagion. You heard, oh, contagion, it's going to spread. No, it wouldn't. It would have never spread out of that bank. But they wanted to do that so that the FDIC had to come in and backstop all deposits. That seems like a, something they do a lot where they, they use, you know, propaganda to get the masses afraid of something they really shouldn't be. Set that panic and right. get exactly. everyone reacting. So this is one of the the... the the tactics yes. that the 1% use, and we fall for it every time. Every time. And then they wound Mass up... panic. And they wound up getting their bailout. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, it, well, it's not technically a bailout. It was a backstop of deposits. So anyone who had stock in Silicon Valley Bank lost mm, it all. That's but they're all sick. rich guys anyway, so, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to them as much as it would to one of us. But they're getting all their deposits back. So, like, for example, Roku had... $495 million on deposit. Like like their mattress. Yeah. They just stuffed it all in one spot, which is the dumbest thing you could ever do. You know, these are supposed to be genius high-level executives. <laughs> right. They stuck all their money in one spot. What if it fails? Yeah. You're going to lose all your money. But thanks to us, they're not going to lose all their money. Yeah. They're going to get 100% of their money. Yeah. And and through what you would say not a bailout but kind of a bailout the government came in and backstopped yeah the uh the deposits. The FDIC, yeah, the insured FDIC. the deposits and they were able to Well, aren't we tired of, the, of of these bailouts in general? Right? I mean I am. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I mean if it's going to fail, let's just see what yeah, the fuck let happens. Let it fail. Now, I, I there's a clip of John Stewart talking about the bailouts I think is pretty funny. Let me play that for okay. you. Government picks winners and losers all the time. The White House gives an early Christmas present to Detroit's automakers, a $17 billion loan. The airline industry has gotten a $50 billion lifeline. $23 million incentive package for Amazon. J.P. Morgan Chase got $25 billion. Chrysler got some $7 billion. $700 billion of your taxpayer money to Wall Street big banks. The tuna company, Starkist Plus, gets a $62 million tax credit. Wisconsin is giving Foxconn $3 billion. The state offered more than $845 million for Apple to build right where I'm standing right now. Charlie Tuna got a bailout. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, okay, here, here's my thought. Go ahead. So if they didn't bail these companies out, like you're talking about major companies, Apple, yeah. um, what's it, Starkist Tuna, yeah. they shut down. Jobs right. are lost. Right. Could that trigger a recession or depression? Well, not necessarily, no. In 2008, the, the two big to fail banks were that, that was the issue that they were, they would have collapsed the world economy if they went under. So that was the big issue then. Charlie Tuna going out of business isn't going to bankrupt anybody except the, the stockholders in Starkist Tuna. What about the workers? The, yeah, the workers will go out, but the pro, that's dead wood. If you have a company that's that is failing, it's because you're a shitty company. Okay. They should be able to be wiped off the board 
other two, three, five other companies will come along and catch all those tuna and sell them. So when you hit a certain level, there's no more survival of the fittest. That don't apply to you. You'll get bailed out. You'll keep going. And it, you where you're meant to fail because you're not a good company doesn't happen when you hit that level. Yeah, well, not necessarily uh, like in the case of uh, tuna. Yeah. It doesn't. It's it doesn't matter. The reason they get bailed out is because they've already paid off enough politicians to make sure that when the time comes, they get a bailout. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of the um, the bailouts in two thousand eight, right? Yeah. You're a firm believer that if um, we didn't help um, the banks out, that we would it would have crashed. It would have affected everyday man. Yeah, it definitely would have. That. That needed to happen. It, it, yeah, it needed to happen, but it was all their fault that it happened in the first place. The the subprime mortgage catastrophe was all just deregulation leading to gambling. They were basically gambling. They were playing Monopoly money because they knew they were too big to fail and that we would bail them out as soon as it went down. And how do we prevent these rich fucks from you know taking our – tax dollars every time that they get into trouble <laughs> that's <laughs> the question uh, that's a <laughs> systemic problem that <laughs> needs to be you know vote out all of the politicians get rid of scratch. citizens united there's huh. so many different things but uh yeah it's not going to happen right now it would yeah. have to be it take a revolution yeah and then i mean the difference i mean you think that we went into a recession but it could have been a depression if that didn't happen. Well, depression is is a huge word. Yeah. That's 25% unemployment. Yeah. People standing outside burning, you know, burning their furniture to keep warm in the winter. That was a once in a lifetime thing. I don't think that'll ever happen again. That's why we have the Federal Reserve now that, you know, it's not going to be that it can't get to that level anymore because the government will step in and bail out the banks. So what I'm hearing is the rich get to play their games, yep, and we have to bail them out, yes. so we don't hit depression yeah. level. Yeah, because it, the, we we created the monster, and now it's out free, and you can't get it back. Now I have a, another clip about how bad it was in two thousand eight. In case you guys forgot, I <laughs> so might have. Yeah. Let's I, hear this. I shit. didn't forget, but go <laughs> ahead. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and then we could get into how it affected right. you. Yeah, right, let's how it affected the everyday man. Here's the clip. Wall Street bet that the government would rescue them if they got into trouble. It appears that bet may be the one that pays off. While foreclosed homeowners are living in their cars, 45 billion taxpayer dollars get funneled to J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Morgan Stanley. Institutions that paid out $18 billion in bonuses to bankers and executives. Of a $475 billion bailout authorized by Congress, only 6% goes to help underwater homeowners. Most of the rest goes to banks and financial institutions. In the two years after the recession, the net wealth of most Americans shrinks, while the richest actually increase their wealth by almost 30%. That's insane. Yeah. It only it only helped out 6% of actual People, the people who lose in their homes. Yeah, and they gave each other eighteen billion in bonuses. And what was the number? <clears throat> was it thirty percent growth in their wealth? Yeah. during that. Oh, time? absolutely. Like, do you know what happened during the pandemic? No, it was another thirty percent. That's insane. They got richer during the pandemic when everybody else was being told stay home and right. 
Yeah, eat your kids. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. do. Yeah. But we're good. So, I mean, that recession, I mean, I, we all live through that. Yeah. Well, by the them. way, SVB did the same thing. Silicon Valley Bank. They yeah. paid out. Their CEO was on the, the uh, treasury board of San Francisco. He sold off his stock, and the CFO and, and some other executives sold off their stock right before the collapse. And... Hours before the collapse, millions of dollars in bonuses and salary went out to the employees. Wow. So they got rid of all the money that, that was even laying around Jesus. to each other. They gave it all to each other. How is this not stopped? This is, I mean, this is the true conspiracy behind us staying poor while they get rich. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it, 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 the, what, they can't even regulate these bailouts to say, hey, you know, like, they could, percentage. of course, they could, but they were just in such a rush to solve it. They, no, no, no. So, <laughs> not in a rush. So, let, I mean, let's let's get into lobbyists. Do you think that they yeah. were afraid to piss off the lobbyists by, uh, by regulating, you know, the bailout too much? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just said we'll deal with that later. Don't worry, you know, we'll get to the regulation later when everyone forgets about it. That's, that's and the, the whole, way it always happens. And the whole thing started from. It not being regulated enough, the banking system. Now they're handing the money that's not regulated. Well, it was <laughs> regulated enough, and they got it deregulated Who in did 2018. That? It was, uh, well, it was all 50 Republican senators and 17 Democrats joined them, and Trump, you know, he was a deregulation guy, got rid of part of the uh, Dodd-Frank thing that passed after the 2008 recession. Yeah. So when that happened, it let... SVB go from a $50 million cap to a $250 million cap. Right. So that bank would have never been in that position had it not been for that deregulation. So in 2008, how are you guys personally affected? Did it affect you, the recession? Uh, it, I mean, it did. I know it affected you because you were a real estate agent at the time. Right? Yeah, 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 it did. It did. What what, what happened to you? Oh, wow. I was and he <laughs> switched that right back on to you, sir. I like how you play that. Well yeah. done, my man. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't well great. Well played. It wasn't great. But um, we powered through. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, um, firsthand, I've seen some of them mortgages that went out that weren't regulated. The ones yeah. where the, the, the person makes, you know, 10 bucks an hour. No doc loans. No doc loans, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, Barely any job history, below 600 credit score, and they're getting a home for $300,000. Yeah, that's like, absurd. Yeah. They're set up to fail. It's all going to There's going to be a, like, what happened? A massive amount of foreclosures, and then, you know, they're sitting on the back's dockets and triggers, yeah. the, you know, loans due, all that crap. But, Josh, how did it affect you? Oh, me personally, it kind of didn't, per se. <laughs> like, I, I got to, I didn't lose my job or anything. <laughs> I didn't, nothing really happened to me, per se. Like, what the funny thing for me was it actually, when, People can't buy new houses. They fix up their current house. Right. So I actually got more business yeah. well, tell for, as a result do. of To make the this recession. make sense, what do you do? Oh, I'm a contractor. Yeah. Jeff. So, yeah. So it actually, you know, and I work in a fairly affluent area, but even though they weren't, they, they weren't selling their houses, but they had they had plenty of money left over still. So they were paying all of us to come in and fix up the the. You know the the thirty year old uh, furnishings they had in well, that house. Were you like, fixing the one percent house while we were all struggling? Yeah. Son of I, a bitch! I'm in, I'm a, I'm in collusion. I knew with he the was. 1%. I knew it. I fucking knew it. This guy for another recession. <laughs> yeah, hey, he's counting. He's like, keep it coming. Get my money. 
So, I mean, we were lucky. I mean, you're saying we would never even hit a depression again. That's impossible. Uh, Anything's possible. I don't see how it would happen. We would go, we would just print more money. Yeah. It's been, it's shown now that when you pump money into the economy, it helps the the rescue, the recovery. So, it yeah, a lot of it is bailing out rich people, but it also stimulates the economy and helps it get back to normal. It takes a long time, but it it's never going to get to twenty five percent unemployment again. Right, right. And I mean, we also hit um, unless the the AI, the stuff that's coming with AI. Where I saw, I read an article the other day that said if they released AI into the workforce right now, twenty five percent of jobs will be gone immediately. Wow. Because they can just do things so much right. quicker. They can, you know, write articles. They're good. Like half they, of the news media is not going to have journalists anymore. It's just going to have AI writing articles. They can't do real estate. They won't. You're sure they could. No, they won't. I'll tell you what. They, they can't deal with the people I fucking deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give us some horror stories? Yeah, I, I can't give you horror <laughs> stories, know, but I, I can tell you it's horrible. <laughs> and I can't see an AI putting up with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna tell you the fact they have no emotion yeah. though yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like you are a broke bitch maybe you shouldn't buy right now it's not <laughs> a good time bitching. for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so That's wild. let's let's switch gears here and go into the um inflation right what's happening right now yeah so with inflation it's uh, we're seeing it in in gas right Gas, food, all well, of it. Yeah. the food. The gas seems to be gas coming. is uh, has a lot to do with the the you know war in Ukraine too because we're not buying Russian oil anymore. Most of the world isn't buying Russian oil anymore, so that takes away from the the larger pool, right? Uh, but yeah, inflation is bullshit. It's just corporate greed. It's gouging. It's supply chain. And what they noticed when during the recession is that people will pay a lot more for shittier things. And they realized, hey, we can charge as whatever we want. People are still going to buy it. So this is a, this would be another conspiracy against us working class. For sure. Yeah. 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 But it, I don't know that it's against the working class. It's to keep the rich. We're, rich. we're just going to charge more because you can. Yeah. Because we can, and we don't care about the working class or anybody. Yeah. Their number one thing is to to suck every penny they can out of the economy. Yeah. And and if cold blooded. Now I seen something about like I'm going to butcher this, but what, what did France just protest? Oh, raising the uh, the retirement, the retirement age yeah. by a couple of years, right? And yeah. they protested in the street and won. I think yeah. America has lost its power. Look, we they didn't a, win. It went didn't through. Win. They didn't go that's through. Why they're, no. That's why they're still protesting. They're still protesting, but we don't protest for the, the, something. No, small. We protest, but yeah. not for the right things. Right. Or, like, or I don't know. They saw depending. an injustice, right? And and they're out in the streets. Yeah, I feel like as Americans, we get. Our dicks beat into the fucking ground all the time. France protests everything, though, and right. They I should. get what I get. What you're saying because there are a lot of protests all around the world. That right. are, you know, yeah. They they got their retirement age to our old retirement age. Yeah, which we don't. We're all, ours is 67 now. They got theirs up to 63. Yeah, and they're pissed, and they went in the streets. As they that. should be, what, damn it! But they go in the streets for everything. Like when the gas price goes up, they're in the streets. When inflation happened, they weren't even France super don't hard. Take hit. no they, shit. Yeah, they had pretty much similar inflation to us. They were in the streets over there. They go to the streets for everything over there. Yeah, but don't you think America doesn't take advantage of the 
it's the rich are called the one percent. There's ninety nine percent that can gather against these people, and yeah, but every we've time they been do something, tricked into thinking that we will one day be in the one percent. Right. So we want to make sure that it's still there when we get there. Okay. So like the American dream is false. Yeah. Yeah. They call it the American dream because you got to be asleep dream. to believe in it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's George Carlin, by the way. Right, right. So, I mean, you're, what you're saying is, like, if on the hopes of one day I'll join the 1%, I won't screw up their deal. Right. That's asinine. Yeah. And, and that's it's, what, it's, it's absolutely asinine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's why we've been taught that rich people are gods that we all need to aspire to be. They know best. That's yeah. why, you know, that's why Elon and Jeff Bezos, all these guys are all celebrities. Why? They're assholes. <laughs> Not because they're geniuses or anything no, of that. None of that. They're not. They're not geniuses. They <laughs> had a couple of good ideas. They're not like fucking Einstein. You think it just snowballs into who they are? Like, well, they, they yeah, get a little it's bit of just, money. It's they... a, it becomes a cult of personality. Now they have fans. Like, why would you be a fan of Elon? I was a fan of like Because you Jobs. can use reusable rockets? <laughs> I was a fan of Steve Jobs, but Steve Jobs seemed to be like, like a, uh, you know, an Edison type. Yeah. That's what I'm a fan yeah, of, innovator. Yeah. Like, if you ever yeah. you ever watch that series, the the Men Who Built America, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. Those guys yeah. are like were, Rockefeller yeah. and all them. Right. The the real um, thinkers. But even then, Rockefeller had the idea to use uh, the byproduct of making kerosene, which was genius. It was, it was genius. He but was, it was, it was one a, good idea. He was a kerosene salesman. That was his job, right? Was it Standard Oil or something? His, like his and genius then, was fucking over everyone else in but the market. But he thought he's thrown away a big portion of this chemical that he was using to, to light everybody's homes. Yeah. And then transitioned before electricity into figuring out a way to, to use the uh, byproduct as power. Yeah. That's genius. It's, That's how yeah, he stays he had in the game. one good idea. He said it was one good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah one hey. good one. A, nothing one else. That, he the had one, nothing that, else. The one that's like still used to That's this not day. genius. That's... A guy going, hey, we're wasting all that shit. <laughs> See you need, fill and need. Can we use it for something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that a genius? He He's didn't smart. come up with like the, the, the chemical uh, reactions and all. He just went, hey, what's all that shit we're, we're throwing away? And they went, oh. Can we use it? That's gasoline. He was like, can we burn it and do something with it? They went, right. yeah, well, we can figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever hear John Cunningham? No. John He's, my, he's my friend. I was like, yeah, yeah, never accomplished shit. You <laughs> right. know Rockefeller's name. Yeah. yeah, but you know his name because I see the point you just made, sir. Sorry, John. <laughs> Eight of us, none of us. You know his name because uh, he—he's what he did was just completely monopolize the energy sector. Okay, that was his genius. Was how to kill right. every other person in his way. Which is like a one percent. To me, that's yeah. not someone to aspire to be. Yeah. No, well, give us an example of someone that you would like. Steve Jobs. Okay. Is it, you know, he, he wasn't even like an inventor. He was he was a visionary. He saw the right. future. He said, "This is what it's going to be." Seen them MP3 future. players and yeah. said, "I'm going right. to get this yeah, shit went, even you know better what? and go." I'm going to make it better, and then I'll, and then I'm going to turn it into a business and not right. just be like a cold gadget. No, he did. He took over the music industry. He period. saw what was coming with microchips and. But well, he started and, uh, out as touch a screen. He, he piggy banked off Wozniak. Ah, shit! Fill me in. That's true. I don't even know. And, and he's he's not an inventor. He, he's a he's a, a right an no, orchestra director. Yes. So he knows he knows how to bring in talent and where to put them, how to use them, and how to push them. Yeah. That's his genius. Yeah. So I, I I don't accredit him for the iPhone. I accredit him for being 
he, he was almost like a monster. They called it the distortion field yeah. when you were around him because he would he would tell you to do these impossible tasks and threaten your job and your life if they're not yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of fucking boss right. is this? But these people would get the impossible done right. every time. And, and they knew he, his ideas weren't based in reality. So he knew his how to get that out of them. weren't based in reality, but somehow they made it <laughs> Which happen. Which is what that Elizabeth Holmes tried to do. You know her, the... Uh, now fill me in. The, the Theranos was... She wanted to be able to draw like one drop of blood and run all the blood tests that they do. When you know when you go give blood and you give three, oh, four vials. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, this, she yeah. was swearing she was going to be you could just finger prick and then you know one drop and you'll be able to run two hundred fifty tests on that. Oh shit! And it was impossible. Like there's laboratories. Sounds cool. <laughs> there's laboratory like to do the the thing with the four vials. Right. Takes up this entire office right here. The the size of the machinery. She wasn't going to have it like a little, like the size of the board <laughs> and you stick to one thing. And she was selling this to everyone. Henry Kissinger was on her board. There was so many people that just bought in because they bought into her as a person. They liked, you know, How she, she was, was, she was a, 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 an attractive blonde woman, you know, had a, had a really good, she had the gift of gap. She could talk you into believing that she was actually making this thing. And it was fucking impossible. There was no way this thing would ever be built. Yeah. Oh shit. And she made fake ones and then they would they would she would show them tests where she'd have them take a finger prick, stick the little thing in like a machine that looked like a thing, but like, it was like it was, gonna it was do like it, a right? converted fucking fax machine. <laughs> and then she'd go, Okay, let's go get some lunch while it while it runs the well, test. Yeah, it's gotta do its thing. And baby. then like her people would run into the room. <laughs> yeah. No way. It's like Wizard of Oz wild all the yeah. behind the curtain kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. How much did she get? Do you remember? She was at at one point her own net worth was like nine billion dollars. Yeah, and I think shit. the company was worth something like twelve or fifteen billion off of a fake and suitcase. It went to zero because, like, I think it was a New York Times or a Wall Street Journal reporter. Some somebody told him like she's full of shit, and he went no way. And then he started to investigate it, and he totally exposed her. Wow, and then. You know, she did the whole, like, I'm going to sue. You know, she tried to sue the, the, the reporter, and he had all the evidence. I kind of I kind of like her. There's because an awesome I mean, documentary What we're talking about, about here yeah. is, like, the 1% is the enemy, and that's yeah. who she was ripping off. Yeah, but, like she was, but she was born 1%. <laughs> she so was? Does, yeah, oh, of course. Ah, there's they the all catch. were. That's the other thing. They all were. Elon, Bezos, all those dudes, Gates, they were all born rich, even Jobs. Really? I, I didn't think. I didn't no, know. No, Jobs I, wasn't born rich. Yeah, he was. His dad was a, a I forget he was adopted, and he lived near Silicon Valley. He was no, he was middle class. And Elon was born rich. I didn't know. Yeah, that. Elon's dad was a fucking diamond miner in oh, South shit. Africa. Oh, okay. Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Blood diamond shit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Or not? I don't know if it was diamonds, but it was gemstones. Some kind of yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. I didn't he know was a, a Bezos uh, grew up on like a twenty thousand acre farm in Texas. He's the <laughs> one who his grandpa made him like you know clean up cow shit, and also he's okay. like the one who actually. Maybe got his hands dirty yeah. at some point. Right. All right, let's get back on track. We're All way right. off track here. No, no, we're, not. we're, we're talking, talking shit on the one percent. Is that here. what it is? Is that what the show just turned? Well, yeah, that's well, that's where we're at right now. Right, everybody named somebody you hate. This is the uh <laughs> this is our the angry are we angry broke bitches portion of the show. <laughs> the average Joe right. Benton. Okay, everybody yeah. haters. Name somebody you hate. Uh, oh. uh let's see. I don't know. I don't really hate anybody. Uh somebody make think of a, like a shithead? Yeah. Mitch McConnell. Okay. Mitch yeah. McConnell. Josh? Hmm. I don't know if I hate anyone, per se, but, uh, you know. And so, Pelosi, with her 
fucking insider trading bullshit. Yo, that's that's <laughs> probably where I would go with that. Exactly. Thank you, sir. Definitely Nancy Pelosi and that whole scheme okay. of shit. Mine is John Cunningham. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> you talking John. about John? Yeah. <laughs> John, John. It's on my mind for some reason. Weird. So, all right, these one percenters, right? They, the big conspiracy. I think what's really what the, the real power they have are these groups that they form. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, a, one rich asshole by himself can do some damage, but he can't direct a country. A group can. Yeah, well, it doesn't take very many of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there are rich donors that that like Peter Thiel single handedly got that uh, guy in Ohio elected sen- uh, senator. Okay. Um, the the dude that did uh, that documentary about like the West Virginia people. Mm. I forget his name. Uh, J D Vance. Okay. Got him elected senator single handedly, just like totally. So they have I'm influence. Gonna, they yeah, like, do gave him like shit. fifty million dollars. Said here, go win a. Campaign. Now, what do you think that guy's going to do? Yeah, he right. owes Peter Thiel now for the rest right. of his life. Yeah, and that's Still, that's the shit that drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah, he's, in he's Texas, there's for. in Texas, there's basically two billionaires that run the entire state. If you don't go through them, you don't get elected anything in Texas. Okay, so that's like they control the that state. Yeah. What about on a global stance? Who would you say is the one of the bigger? Groups that you think can control the price of goods and uh, laws being passed, stuff like that. Uh, international money, money, monetary fund, uh, the World Bank, the uh, IMF. There's all. I mean, there's a lot of different organizations, but most of them are connected to the United States. So, yeah. <laughs> Didn't I just see that um, Saudi Arabia is pulling out from the American dollar? No. No. Oh my God! Is that a rumor? Fucking. Here? I heard. Yeah. That. No. Yeah. This is all nonsense with this BRICS alliance bullshit. No. It's been around for 20 fucking years. It's never gone anywhere. It's been the same five countries for like seven years. I heard that they weren't going to possibly be backed by the Chinese dollar. The the, the yuan. Yeah. 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 It's not as stable as the dollar. They're just, it's, it's, what's happening now is like the TikTok shit and the Twitter stuff. It's some sort of like, foreign influence campaign because it all started happening right after the bank collapsed. Yeah. Somebody start trying to start a panic because everywhere I look, Oh, the dollars going to zero, blah, blah, blah. Even if they did do this, the dollar would never go to zero. That's just such a preposterous statement. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But if you think it is, send me all your worthless dollars, please. (laughs) (laughs) You got a PO box on that? He's trying to become the 1%. Yeah. All right, let's talk about um, rich people and the groups that they form. You know, uh, specifically, what do you guys know on the Bilderberg group? Not much. Fill me in, Jack. We're looking at Jeff. What are we going? We're going back to uh, Illuminati shit here. (laughs) What are these secret societies? I mean, if we're talking about the 1% controlling us broke people, right? Yeah, you're talking about. They have to band together. Talking about we're not. Super PACs. Yeah, like shit like that. Yeah. That's that's where it all comes from now is the the super PACs the super PACs. So you have like on the Democratic side, you have Soros is the big one that everyone talks about. Then on the the other side, you have a a, a whole bunch of billionaires that just back dark money stuff. Right. Like they do the uh, the Federalist Society. Those three judges that that Trump put on the court mm-hmm. are directly handed to him by the Federalist Society. 
which is like a conservative think tank. They want their people on the court. And they formed an organization back in the seventies after Roe versus Wade. They were basically formed to overturn Roe versus Wade, and they finally did it. It took them forty something years, which but, is insane. We're going backwards. Yeah, yeah. but that, yeah, that's where the power is. When you have a federalist society like that, where those three judges were literally handpicked and groomed to go to the court to do what they did. So with a, with a super PAC that's basically a bunch of rich people get together, pull their money, and then they use lobbyists to approach um, congressmen, you know, senators. Fund their campaign. Fund their right? campaign, and then it's like a debt owed, which is a fucked up system. Yeah. It, it's it shouldn't a ridiculous be a system. Yeah. And it exists on both sides of the aisle. Don't let no, anybody absolutely. tell you that right. there's like – it's everyone, every one of them. There, there might be five or six that aren't totally bought and paid for. Bernie. Right. That dude – it's shitted yeah, on by yeah. all of them too. Yeah, and you can see right. why. They're, and they all hate them. Right. <laughs> right. Just, uh, well, just let me say this. Well, one that was surprising to me that I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this too, but it's um, Clinton, right? Mm-hmm. Like when when he was president, when, when we were alive for that, he was um, he, he couldn't do no wrong. But then when he's later on, I start hearing things about how he was uh, approached by these super PACs, and then all of a sudden, they they didn't exist back then. Well, then what was it? Just lobbyist? Yeah. So, was just lobbyist so he he was in debt to, and I forget the name of the group that he was in debt to, but they were pretty much the uh, the majority donors were uh, the private prison systems. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I I I know about Whitewater with Clinton. That was like a real estate thing back in Arkansas, where you know it was all a bunch of shady shit, and he was investigated for that. That's what they tried to get him when they impeached him over the Lewinsky thing. Right. They were mm-hmm. trying to get him on the Whitewater thing, and they just couldn't come up with the evidence well the the thing i'm talking about it's it so he was approached and it might have been you know what these groups are called it's like people for america or some shit like that so he's approached by them most most of the money was pulled for private prisons so while he was in office you started seeing these really strict laws against drugs they were already there in place but then the three strike rule all that bullshit well the the big crime bill in 94 was the one you know that biden was the uh main sponsor of so that's why he caught a lot of shit right but what i'm saying is this the clinton was supposedly the president of the people but here he was locking up people for small crimes for 25 to life for for drug charges for profit for himself there was people sitting in jail you're talking about like like uh the the scams where the judges Send people to jail. No, I'm talking. I know about, you're talking no, about I'm private talking about, prisons, but you're saying that with Clinton. Clinton started yeah, ra- raising, raising the 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 um the sentencing limits, and he the and then you have the three strike rule. Well, what do you three mean? Three strike rule. Clinton like, did it. How would he do that unilaterally? I don't know. That would I have to go through Congress. It was his, it was his bring bill. Bringing up shit to talk about. He's acting like Clinton was sitting on the bench, going, uh, "Josh, you're going to jail for 20 years." <laughs> this is this is what I've heard for a long time that Clinton was behind a lot of people sitting in prison for profit, and, and they should have probably been in jail anyway, but not 25 to life on drug charges. So, especially for the little amount of what they were saying you could have to give you that time. All right. So, craziness. in your scenario, that like, say this is all right. right. That what would have had to have happened was a, a group of you know, private prison owners get together and buy up Bill Clinton and a bunch of Congress right. who would then pass a bill who then Clinton would sign. Right. You don't think they're not just buying yeah. off Clinton? No, that yeah. is, yeah, yeah, that is a scenario that is 
extremely likely to have happened. And I'm not familiar with what Bill you're and, talking about, but right, private right. prisons are a huge fucking problem. Right. Well, well, here's the thing, Jeff. This is exactly what the show's touching on, how the rich stay rich and we stay poor. Now that we're not even keeping us poor, they're locking us up for profit. Right. Yeah. Don't oh, find yeah. any kind of fucking way impossible. Yeah. yeah there, like, was a, there was working for peanuts isn't enough anymore. There was now a judge. There was a judge here in Pennsylvania that was. Uh, he's. I think he's in jail now. He had a well, good riddance. He had a like a a uh, private prison came was you know he was in cahoots with a private prison to send juveniles in there. So like kids were coming in for having a, a joint at school and going to jail for five years. Yeah, and it's juveniles. Now, then, who got punished? Was it was that, called Cash for Kids. Now, he went to jail. What happened to the... <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. That's Cash actually what it was called? Yes. It was Jesus. a literal... Yeah, it was a literal... Who it was named a scandal. Cash for Kids? The Bill Clinton. Clinton. The press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought the judges over there like, I got Cash for Kids. Who wants it? Yeah. He, he was literally sending <laughs> kids to jail for like a long time, for two, three, four yeah. years over just, just like little petty shit. Man. And that's not even the rich... Keeping us down. That's somebody who's just so well. It's a private. Of, it's yeah, a private, private prison, prison doing it, yeah. who's making money. He's got a profit motive to keep kids coming in there. But I'm talking about that the, the, look. Think about the judges. The judge that did that, right? Yeah. He's not a rich man. He lives well. He lives better than most people. But, but he had to be getting some backdoor but kickback, just, right? Just to, oh yeah, yeah was, that's the whole yeah. thing. So right. if he if he were he's just to get a little bit ahead, he was willing to send kids to prison. That's yes. that's a problem too. The greed within the 99 percent right. of us. And he only got like. Like a million dollars, and he was for all of it, not per kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. like a million total. How do you fucking sleep at night, Uh, dude? Well, next to to Bubba now. (laughs) To me, that guy should that guy should have the death penalty. Yeah, for ruining all those kids' lives. I think that yeah, we we did these uh, big um, sentences for drugs. Why not do the big sentences for the? Yes, corruption should have twenty five to life. Well, you get caught taking bribes, you're twenty five to life. That shit will end real quick. Yeah, they would all be locked the fuck yeah. up, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. With the you know, Trump got indicted the other day, and they said, "Yeah, I seen well, this. they uh, you know, now that now that they indicted him, then the Republicans are going to go after uh, Bill Clinton and the other Democrats. Go ahead, get them all. Get yeah, right. anyone who did shit, who's corrupt or bad or does yeah. crimes." Put them in jail. Yeah, don't threaten us with a good time. Put the time. whole fucking, all of them. Yeah, but even when they do do it, like, they never go through with it. No one ever seems to be right. actually locked up. The, it's the just two, a bunch of bullshit. The 2008 crisis. Yeah. Not one fucking banker went to jail over that. Yeah. Right. That's Enron. what I, that's in fucking insane. Enron happened, you know, right before 9-11 was the big Enron scandal where these dudes were just stealing people's pensions. Yeah. Right. None of them went to jail. And then I it, think one guy went to jail. For like two years, and he was probably their their patsy. Like he, yeah, they put him right. Yeah, he was the fall guy, yeah. and he probably got a big paycheck for doing it. Yeah, and then nine eleven happens, and then no one remembers Enron, but like thousands of retirees lost their entire what was, pension. What was the time difference? So like Enron happened, and then when was nine eleven? Like the next I think it week? was like six to six to ten months beforehand, but the fallout was still in the news. And once nine eleven happened, it was over. You never heard of it again. Yeah, so it was like you know. Do you think that the recent pandemic was hiding anything? Because I mean, that seems like a conspiracy. The PPP loans—that was so crazy. Well, no, no, the PPP loans were triggered by the pandemic. Yeah. I'm saying that the, they bring on the pandemic because they were hiding something or something was about to hit. Now you're getting into some weird conspiracy. Let's shit. Yeah. Can we believe this? Can we believe this? Now shit you're going too? Alex Jones style. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think that the the pandemic was orchestrated by a government no. entity. No. But let's just play there for a second. 
Yeah, let's dabble, uh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go. Open. We can go into the lab leak theory, shit like that. That's a okay. real conspiracy. Well, well, well let, let's keep it on topic of what okay. our show is. Mm-hmm. So, what benefit would the, the pandemic have for the rich? Right. Well, and, the and pharmaceutical companies got to make a vaccine where we paid for all the research and development, and they get all the profit. Okay. So, um, who who who's like a major stakeholder in some of these pharmaceutical companies? I don't know specific names specific of people names. who were, but to go look it up. Look yeah. up. You go. There's there's websites where you can check Congress's uh, stock holdings. They all have stock in in Pfizer. Did, Pfizer. Did, did, it's and, all sponsored and by Pelosi, Pfizer. And did everything. Fauci? Did Fauci have stock in in any of this? Uh, I don't know. I know Pelosi's the one who catches all the flack, right. but she's not nowhere near. It's all they're they're all, all doing. doing it, right? All of them are doing. That's what cracks me up yeah. about it. Like, oh, she's this. I'm like, yeah, well, like you're she's doing the same fucking. She's shit. become the boogeyman, but right. they all do it. Yeah, except well, Bernie. Bernie, protect, protect Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, something they did during the pandemic for us, you know, ninety nine percent is they they gave out the PPE loans for small business. No, 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 well, no. well, they also they also cut checks for people, right? Like, yeah, they cut checks, which yeah, which. Whatever. I, I, I think I have another clip of um, what was it? What's his name? John, uh, John Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, John yeah, Stewart. yeah. He talks about inflation and you know, kind of touch. Okay, it. all right, bring us in. So to help people living paycheck to paycheck, the plan is to reduce or take away said paycheck, which sounds bad, but only because you're dumb. You would think that. As an individual worker, I want to be paid more. But from a macroeconomic sense, a lot of these trends are tough and will hold the whole economy back. Yeah. What are you thinking, you greedy 1997 Honda Civic driving TJ Maxx wearing motherfuckers? (laughs) (laughs) Get up. I mean, that kind of just talks about like the, um, I guess, inflation, right? Yeah. Well, that's like the, you know, because of the pandemic supposedly you know there was the quiet quitting thing because yeah. people realized they don't feel like you know working for minimum wage anymore and uh wages started to rise and then inflation started to go up so they put the two things together as if they're connected the oh the more money you make the more inflation no bullshit that's not how it works but they they successfully tied it together so now they're like we got to get rid of uh we we have to make the uh unemployment go back up to like four and a half five percent so yeah just put people out of work that'll be that'll take care of inflation bullshit that's fucking crazy do you think that ppe loans helped or do you just think the ppe ppp ppe is a philadelphia parking authority what is it the pp ppp ppp yeah that was uh supposedly for you know it was supposed to be for like the local restaurant you know to could keep pay the workers to stay home no it all like 93 percent of it went to million and billion dollar companies yeah giant hotel chains giant I'm, chain restaurants i'm not gonna who stayed open and the mom and pops yeah. just get screwed in i'm that. not gonna name this company i'm about to talk about because i'm i'm afraid Oh. But let me tell you what they did with the PPE loans. Well, go ahead, Jim. Uh, PPP loans. PPP. PPPP. So it <laughs> they making me fucking. So a, a a portion of the loan had to be allocated for um, payroll. Yeah, I think it was seventy yeah. percent. Right. So initially, 
this business puts out a bonus to make sure they're covering the 70% marker so they don't have to pay back the loan. Then before the loans do, they realize they're not hitting their 70%. And instead of doing another bonus to hit that 70%, what they did was they asked if they could pay you for a vacation later on in the year. So they said, all right, you have a vacation in December. You have a vacation in November. You want one in August. Let me pay you for that now. And then it just didn't make sense. It's like, why would I borrow against myself at a later date? You're not giving me money. You're asking me for my money ahead of time. And then a lot of people took this because there's, I mean, we live paycheck to paycheck. A paycheck now sounds great. But what the company actually did was met the quota without having to give out bonuses. Right. Having the employers borrow against their future selves so they can meet their quota. Okay. Dirty mm-hmm. fucking shit. Yeah. <sighs> what's, that, what's that company rhyme with? Um, <laughs> yeah, give us a hint, pal. Small Mart. Uh, you, you, you wouldn't know it. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. I, even if I rhymed it, you wouldn't know it. it, it it's, it's, Try it's, us. It's probably like a, it's not a multi-million dollar company. Uh, you I can't mean, rhyme it. Yeah, he's not good with rhyming. I was about to rhyme it. It could be. But, I mean, that's an example of PPP loan going wrong, and I'm sure everybody was finding these loopholes. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were... There's Congress people who took PPP loans that still haven't paid them back, and they're on the floor bitching about uh, the the student debt forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> and well, they still owe ten million in PPP. And why don't you pay what you owe first, yeah, prick? Right. Well, all that being said, I think there are some companies that did it right and and stayed afloat because of it and did need it. It's just like anything else when the government hands something out. There's gonna be your vultures right. that take advantage, which is why you need oversight, which never happens. Right. That's the that's the worst thing that never like uh, the 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 checks that went you know the PPP that went right through they didn't want any oversight don't worry about it don't worry about it. where it goes it's going to stimulate the economy yeah great okay fine then but then everybody goes well where the hell did all the money go then you start hearing all these stories and then you go well, why is there no fucking oversight on this like why is it impossible to put a check on this stuff. Yeah. Well, then we can't get away with the shit we want to get away with. These sons of bitches, yeah. they know how to do it. So do you think there shouldn't have been PPP loans? Or should have just been like, they just should have handed out more money? With that? No, there should have been. Well, yeah, they should have just gave people gave it, more gave, money. Gave yeah, more because money. What, Why do you have to give it to the employer so he can give it to the worker? Just give it to, to the, the fucking worker. worker. Right. Like, I know it's a kind of economics trickle-down theory type stuff, but it, it does it's keep business. exactly that. Right, but it does keep businesses. No, it doesn't. It was supposed to go to payroll. 70% of it. Yeah. 30% was, you know, administration. Okay, so give 70% of it to to just Direct send to it right to people. I agree with you. But it was it was also supposed to be payroll for services rendered, not just handing it out too. That was helping them keep it the business afloat. Well, if your business is open, then you don't need a loan to help it stay open. During them times. During them times, you, you bank? No. They didn't want to They're, see a bunch of small business fail. I'm but not they did anyway. They, did. They, did. they failed. Well, the, all the small businesses the, the, failed. All the big businesses got here. rich. Well, still here. The, the business that I was just talking about earlier, second that the pandemic was up, and and and, the, and these people that work for them powered through yeah. and, and dealt with all their bullshit. They closed their doors. Yeah. Sold, of course. Yeah, right. They hung, in, they hung in long enough for all the loans. Oh, I know right. what I know. What companies yeah. talking about? Oh, you yeah. Yeah. What, it, what is it? What do you think? Why not? Ah, them sons of bitches. I don't know who that is, but hey, whoever they are, that's crazy. Dirty motherfucker. Yeah. That's who they are. Oh, shit. But Feelings. I'm not stupid enough to say that. Union busters, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a union job. 
Yeah. Shows you how strong your fucking unions are these days. (laughs) (laughs) Who are they really fighting for? All right. So we're trying to to get in an angle where the rich are just beating us down and we're not hitting it. So let's think about this. Is it a thing or are we just crying bitches? Oh, no, it's a thing. I believe it's a thing. It's a thing. It's it's all just – it's all political. They just own the politicians. They own Congress. Right. That's how they keep it. So how do we band together as a people? Because we're the majority of the people. And if you – so they have to give up on all the culture war bullshit, which isn't going to happen. Well, they have us fighting against ourselves. Let's talk about that. That's all they do. Yeah. I mean, that's what they've been doing forever. No matter where they can find that, they'll deal – they'll make that work. It's class first class, race first race when we're not tackling the the real enemy. Yeah. Yeah. It's ever. Yeah. Like you think uh, who's who's someone – not a Fox News guy, like a different kind of news person that's famous. Wolf Blitzer. Okay. You yeah. think if Wolf Blitzer and Sean Hannity meet each other at a at a dinner party on Long Island, they don't fucking shake hands and laugh with each other yeah, and, like these oh, absolutely, a, right. and have a cigar and a cognac on the back of veranda? Right. Of course they do. Yeah. But they act like, oh, no, that's they're the most evil, and no, that one's the evil. Bullshit. That's where it's the, – the media is owned by corporations – and that they just set the agenda the way they want to do it. So you're saying ignore all them? Yeah, like uh, ignore the opinion shit. Like, not all news is fake news. That's, but what that's a bullshit. Once you're ignoring it, too. and you're in the right set of mind. You're talking about getting the right set of mind. What are the actions once you're in the right set of mind? What, Josh? What, what do you think? You got to get there the first. Oh, uh, what do I think? Yeah. I mean, dude, shit's wild. But fucking, like he's saying, like they're they're influenced. Like the news. So he's right. You do have to sit there, go through it, pick out what you can see. Like he said, like their personal pieces. Don't listen to that shit. It make it doesn't do anything but scare you or make you more tied to one side. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. You should just listen to the facts, back the fuck out of it, go listen to the other side, listen to their facts, back the fuck out of it, and then see what you can gather up yourself and see what's what. And you'll come to the conclusion it's not the Republicans, it's not the right. Democrats, it's not oh, the both. blacks, the whites, it's, stuff. it's, no, it's the guys. Yeah. It's the rich versus the poor. That's yeah. the real war. Now, once you have that information it's and it's yeah. clear, what do you do with it? French Revolution. Yeah. 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 All shit. That's why the French are the way they are. That's why the, they don't, they don't yeah. settle for that shit. First, that first one, the, you know, the one that took place in the 1790s, right after ours, was basically the whole thing was over the wealth gap. Their rich had just gotten too fucking rich. And Marie Antoinette said, let them eat cake, which to us sounds delicious, but to them, cake was like biscuits. Right. Yeah. Basically, she was saying, fuck them. We need a, a Marie Antoinette. We do. We need yeah. somebody oh who is uncorruptible. No, no, she is was bad. No, she was. <laughs> you literally she said, let them eat crumpets. Yeah, she was saying, let them eat whatever Fuck scraps the there are. Oh, okay. Okay. I misread that. Okay. So scratch that. So we need <laughs> somebody dead. unlike her. Right. Who is uncorruptible, who's going to... Uh, so no, we need to realize that we have many of her. They're all over the place, and they're constantly saying, let them eat cake, and we're just not hearing it right. Yeah. Too busy we have cake. Yeah, that's, yeah. Too busy having cake ourselves. Right. We got a little taste of cake. <laughs> too, too busy eating <laughs> biscuits. Like, yeah, we're like, oh, let me get those biscuits. Not that bad. Oh, you got all them biscuits? Can I get a crumb? How many Good, biscuits I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> but so, no, that's the mind fuck. Yeah. So if we if we took to the streets, and and, and then the, the problem is the, who has the gold has the power, right? Mm-hmm. So they could start buying off 
our leaders. Like, say if we all banded together, which should fucking happen yeah. one day. 99% should get together and overturn the whole bitch. Yeah. And when we do, we have to make sure that, because you need leaders. We're sheep. We need leaders. Yeah. You got to make sure that they can't be bought, which is super hard. I mean, there's not many people that can go, like, that are going to live in the way, like, normal middle-class people are living to go into palaces and, you know, not being incorruptible. So, I mean, yeah. I mean I'm just saying, like, right, no, everybody has a price. I think, I think Gen Z is what's going to save us. Yeah. Because they are, like, the activist generation. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not. We're not. We've been so beaten down. Yeah. We're just like, fuck it. We're, we're by ourselves. Happens. Yeah, we're off over here. We're like, fuck it. You guys do whatever you're doing. Yeah. I don't know. We're desensitized, too. Yeah. It's like you could hear some outlandish shit that's about to happen, and you're like, especially just recently with the pandemic and everything happening, and, and we're, we're hearing, remember, we out of the pandemic, we're hearing all this alien shit, and it's yeah. just like, ah. Oh. Cool. We're so desensitized. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah no right. big deal. What's bullshit. next? Deal with that. Right. Remember with that. murder hornets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, they yeah. tried to make them a thing. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a filler episode. Yeah, it, it was, was like <laughs> filler. Yeah. It was like the it's fly a episode, King like the fly on. episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> when he was chasing yeah. that fly around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the murder hornets. They were here for like a day and then they went away. Move away. All right, so we overtake the government, right? Yeah, watch yourself. <laughs> no, I, I'm leading. I will be your leader. I am incorruptible. Fuck out of here, dude. Okay. <laughs> I don't even. Nah, I can't even get you on board. Nah, 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 nope, you're out. All right. Well, who's the leader then? Pick somebody, and don't say well, Bernie's going to be around for five more years. No, but oh, well, who do we have and who, that could be who suited do you for think the can job? Lead the revolution. Okay, if you take the money out of politics, real people would run. Well, that'll never happen. We need somebody to overthrow the whole thing, dude. Pick a person that you think is that will take it all the way, without being corrupted, and over and take the one percent, forty percent of the wealth in America. Well, isn't that why they all love Trump? Like, wasn't he yeah. like going like trying to be that guy? We all knew it was bullshit. Well, yeah, he was. He was. But that's he was person. speaking into well, the, to, the people that well, want have, this type shit. Yeah, you have to find the, drain the swamp, right? If you're Whatever going bullshit. that way, you got to find a real guy who's actually really rich, rich, like right. uh, like Bezos or or Musk or somebody. And then you, in the end, you don't trust him. Yeah, I don't know. Real agenda. Does he only? Yeah. Does he want to be the one percent? Nobody else. That's probably his right. his thing. Yeah. I don't know. So okay, we overtake Steve Jobs. Can we <laughs> make a clone of him? And bring him back? <laughs> no, he had a greedy side too, a big greedy side. He wasn't yeah. a humanitarian. He didn't even take yeah. care of. I don't him. know, dude. He made every album cost ten. Greta bucks. Thunberg. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. That's a good yeah, one. Let's yep. make her the yeah. president. Okay, that's it. Is that our vote? How dare you? I like Greta Thunberg. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, so, uh, Greta? If you're listening, we need you to yeah. lead the revolution against the one percent. <laughs> yeah, take back hey. America. She's busy with the climate. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Let her fix that. She's good yeah. at that. Yeah, there's no one that cares. I do. I, I'm, I'm handing yeah, it. All right. All right now you're it. putting in your application? I'll, I'll yeah, I'll do it. All right, tell us what you'll do. Go. <clears throat> Sell us. All right. First, we have to... I was going to say Storm. Well, they don't like... We don't need none of that. First, it's going to start with protests, right? That's how it has to always do. Yeah. Peaceful does, yes. protests. We all have to take to the streets. All right. So we're all going to go out there, and it can't just be a few of us. I mean, every major city has to go out there and all of their city halls or yeah. whatever. We all have to... It's almost like hands across America. We ain't taking this shit no more, right? Then peaceful, yeah, peaceful right. protests aren't, aren't going to get you. Here so goes. Far. Here goes where all this goes wrong. Where? Yeah, get me. What what color are you wearing? Red or blue? 
Because that's what's going to happen. No, I got it. I got it. Everyone got in the it. city, rid of everyone's that? not going to show up. You know why? Because if, if there's a bunch of Democrats there, the Republicans are come to protest the Democrats. Well, listen, and, listen. The, and vice versa. Start a new party. And we wear black. That's Antifa. We are. <laughs> I think they got <laughs> no, that We are the thieves nuts. in the night. We are taking back. Our it sounds a lot America. like Antifa. Yeah, it sounds exactly like Antifa. I'm not Antifa. It kind of sounds like you're a prowling ass. You're not, you're not anti-fascist? Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we're all black. Black ski like, mask. I, like, I could see how this thing can go south. Yeah, 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 yeah right. it already exactly. sounds real south. Right. But hold on. <laughs> Once we get the peaceful protest, I think the next move would, honestly, we would we would militia up. It's got to be militia. Oh, it's got to be militia. These words, now he's bro. going white nationalist. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you listen, are the worst. This is, this is Antifa versus white the white nationalist. nationalist. No, I'm talking every race, color, queen, creed, gender, <laughs> yeah, LGBTQ, yeah, yeah. everybody. We all band together. That's Fuck Antifa. That. No, listen. It's, then, it's us against the one. the other guys one, are all white guys. <laughs> it's all us against the 1%. That's uh, okay. it. That's it. If you're The 99% is who I speak to. That's it. Okay. Right. If you have, and then let's take, I'll even only. Speak to sixty percent, but, but those ninety nine percent are too busy fighting with each, each other. Yeah, how do you stop that yeah, to get them all on board? With a you're pod, talking with a podcast, I'll tell you how you do it. Called "Can You Believe This I'll tell, Shit?" I tell you how you do it. This is what we did this way. <laughs> I'll tell you how you do it. You try to ban TikTok. Ooh, there it is. That's they all the, come together. Yeah. And, oh my god, yeah. dude! TikTok is yeah. red and blue. It's purple now. Yeah, yeah right. everyone's loving each other, and it's like they they're like, all right, listen. I'm going to put this away for now. You put that away. We got to get this yeah. the fuck out We got to keep TikTok. Then we'll come back to fight yeah, each other. We'll get back to it. Fucking insane. The real problems yeah. in the world, and that's they band together for that. Well, I think it's because no matter what you think of the the, the real dangers of you know China having all that shit, and which it doesn't matter because Facebook sells all your fucking data to China anyway, so banning TikTok does nothing to curb that. But that's... It, no matter what you think of the TikTok itself, it's the fact that it's a platform where everyone can talk to everyone. And uh, even though there's a lot of fighting all the time and, you know, in the comments, it's still a place where you do see agreement from time to time. When someone, you know, Rand Paul went on the floor of the Senate the other day and said, "Doesn't matter, we can't ban TikTok, it's like, it kills free speech. People were in the comments agreeing with Rand Paul. There were Democrats that I know, like very liberal liberal creators that I know, they were going, "Holy shit! I can't believe I'm I'm agreeing with Rand Paul, but he's dead." That's all, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's well, the kind maybe of that thing could that, be the you know, starter when you try to take people's rights away is when they band together. And I said in the comment on one of them, I said, "I haven't seen red and blue this tight together since nine eleven. So how do we bring them together? It's like the last time yeah. everyone yeah, and that was, was a little, little fuck TikTok. How, how do we bring them together? You can't. Other than you have to have them around one thing. You have to take away something major. Yeah. If they're doing that with TikTok, when the government finally takes away something major, that's when it starts. Well, what it does is it points out that you need something for everyone to gather around. You need a message that everyone can get behind. And when you have, you know, politicians that are playing the divisive card all the time, yeah, that's when you can't bring everyone together. Because in those circumstances, if you like this guy or you like that guy, you're going to take his side over his side, no matter what the dispute is. Such a fucked up system to keep us divided, isn't it? Yeah. 
Well, that's their jobs. Yeah, that's the that is the job is right. to keep us fighting with each other, so we don't notice that they're stealing all the money. And there, there is the conspiracy. That I think that's the answer to today's episode yeah. is the conspiracy. The one percent has to stay rich is the divide. Yeah, the there was oh, there's absolutely. a great political cartoon that I wish I you know we're on the the uh, podcast here, right. but obviously, but mm-hmm. I can describe it. Good. There were three people sitting at a table. One of them has a giant pile of cookies in front of him, right? And he's got a sign over him that says 1%. Then there's, like, a white working-class guy sitting over here and a Mexican guy sitting over here. And each the, the white guy has, like, a cookie, one cookie, and the Mexican guy only has a couple little crumbs. And the guy with all the cookies looks at the white guy and says, hey, watch out, that Mexican wants half your cookie. Mm. That is the device of this. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how they keep because they get that white guy who's only got one cookie to get mad at that Mexican who might want half of it. When he's got when he's got fifty billion cookies, cookies. Yeah. yeah, that's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. That, that sums it up, Jeff. Yeah, that could yeah. be. If it. you could see, it would be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know picture. what cookies look <laughs> like. <laughs> so I mean, there is no conspiracy. It's out in the open what they're doing. It's just are we woke enough to care? Well, they've been doing it for so long. I don't even know if we fucking. We're just so used to it. Yeah. We accept it. Exactly. That's what it is. It's an acceptance. It's apathy, yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, I'm always angry about it, but nobody else seems to be sorry. <laughs> you know. Well, that's why we got you yeah. here, baby. Been yelling Man. about shit for 40 years now. <laughs> Get it off your chest. Yeah, that's, fucking that's Jeff. why we brought Jeff on. Because Damn he's, right. He's knowledgeable and highly opinionated, and you haven't even seen him get angry yet. Well, that's <laughs> why we're doing this show. We're trying to get the best out of him. Okay, so let's, let's uh, can we believe this shit? Yeah, yeah, I believe this shit, yeah, this shit yeah, is insane. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing to not believe. We right? watch it go over and over now, you, in years and years. You guys think that one day some something will push the 99% over and they will band together and take the cookies. French Revolution style. French Revolution. That, or, but what will be the event? What do you think the I think catalyst? a major tragedy. It needs a catalyst, yeah. Uh, yeah. It would have to be, or it would have to be just that, the rich start like just throwing it in, in everyone's face how rich they are. Right now, you notice they don't really talk about it. They don't want to talk about it all the time. Well, not the super rich. Yeah, sure. No, you, you it's, it's always about the culture. I mean, it the, does. The asshole right? that's got a couple bucks in the bank yeah. with the Ferrari is the yeah. one that you hear about, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or it's like the celebrity world the, and all that bullshit. Look at all you, the shit I have type nonsense. The only thing you really hear them spending their money on is buying up politicians. That's what you hear when you hear like the big baddies like George Soros or the Koch brothers. Those are the you never hear them buying a you know a fifty billion dollar yacht or something. You hear them. Hazos did you see yeah, that yeah, thing? That, 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 that thing is dope. insane. <laughs> you had to de- he yeah. had to destruct a Can bridge I, to get it out of there. Oh shit! Wait, yeah. they had, he has a companion yacht. Like you a, see that? His yacht yeah. got a friend? His yacht He's has got a, his yacht. a support yacht. <laughs> a support yacht. Swear to God, dude. Yeah. yeah. His, yacht, his, yacht, his support yacht is like the dopest yacht of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just there to help the big yacht. If oh they run God. into some shit. Yeah. That's when you're super. And they like carry all the staff and all. You yeah. know. That's your boat. You can't even sleep yeah. on my boat. Yeah. When you see, and when you see assholes yeah, start. Paddle over when I need some shit done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like that is if they all start doing shit like that and just just fucking throwing it in your face constantly, that's when it's going to turn. Okay, so uh, the, you think that there'll be a day, right? I, One day. I, I think. I hope I, I get to inevitable. Live to see it. Yeah, yeah they yeah. can't not. They can't not do it eventually. All right. So, 
the conspiracy is real. It's not a conspiracy, actually. It's a, um, a fact that they are holding us down through divide. The yeah, only always, way that it'll ever get broken has. up is if... It's a concerted effort. It's a concerted effort. And the only way that it'll ever stop is if we do something, and we'll never do anything unless we hit our lines, which are God knows where, as a people. Right. Well, that's today, right? Yeah, I think we summed it up. Yeah. That's it. All right. So what do we got? Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Fuck off. Fuck that one percent. If you guys are interested in forming a militia, my name's Rick Renton. Jesus, here we go. Get me to that one percent and I'm going to let you know how. Get him. Now, we had a great show today. Loved it. Jeff, thanks for all the insight. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. We didn't have to say much. I let you roll, baby. Get us in there. I love it. You guys want to plug anything? Besides Jeff's wife, oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, sorry, oh, Jeff, Jeff would like to plug his wife or girlfriend. <laughs> uh, um, no, not on today's show. I feel pretty good, but just make sure you do like, subscribe, and you know, just get that bell rang so you can know when any late episodes come out, and you can get on it and get it there first. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, Josh is just there begging for likes. No, I'm not. I'm just yeah, letting people know that's what we need. So yeah, please help us grow. Like you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, well, you kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. peace.